investigators been accurate on the threat of Ukraine being invaded by Russia? AOC actually gets something right. Jussie Smollett takes exception to his own use of the N-word. These are the topics we'll cover today. Hello, this is Troy Shelby, and you are listening to The Rant Reloaded. Now, before we get into this week's commentary, I want to apologize for being late getting this week's out. I also want to give you the opportunity to get some of our official The Rant Reloaded merchandise. Just visit us at therantreloaded.com and click on store to see our numerous available products. They're great for personal use and as gifts. We have shirts, we have tote bags, we have stickers, we have masks, uh, coffee cups, all kinds of stuff. Again, that's therantreloaded.com and click on the link that says store. Now to this week's topic. For months, GOP leaders have been warning that removing sanctions on Russia's Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline that is meant to bypass the Ukraine in the fuel distribution for Russia will lead to to boldness from Vladimir Putin in the form of a new invasion by Russia into the Ukraine. Now, for months, the Democrat Party has ignored these warnings until now. Currently, Russia has amassed approximately 100,000 troops on the Ukraine border in a clear show of strength and force and intent, with these units being comprised of artillery, ground personnel, and other miscellaneous equipment. On December 8th of this year, Biden met with in a virtual conference with Putin to lay the cards on the table, as it were. And while we don't know the extent of that conversation because they're keeping it pretty quiet, there are rumors that Biden threatened sanctions against Russia if they invaded the Ukraine. My question is, is it enough? You see, the Biden administration, while claiming support for the Ukraine independence, has shown themselves to be weak when it comes to taking action. The whole world saw our excuse my language, clusterfuck of a withdrawal from Afghanistan as Taliban forces retook the territory. And frankly, Biden has shown the world not only does he have no bite for lack of teeth, but he has no growl either. Instead, just a simple whimper. And personally, I think any threats made to Russia by the Biden administration will be met by Putin with a roar of laughter. Not because we lack the forces to fulfill any promise of retaliation in defense of the Ukraine, but because Biden has made America look weak to the rest of the world. Place on top of that, the numerous accusations that now President Biden, along with his son Hunter, benefited from Russia with quid pro quo scenarios, I don't really believe Biden would commit with, I don't really, uh, sorry, got a little tongue-tied. I don't really believe Biden would commit with any more than a minimal action just to look like he's doing something, all the while knowingly allowing Russia to succeed in their invasion of the Ukraine. Trust me, folks, in the next few months, we will truly see 
where the Biden administration sits when it comes to Russia. Now, on to the next topic. Here is something that I think actually broke my brain for a few minutes. You see, the far left, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, addressed an issue that seems more like something that Republicans would be fighting for. And believe it or not, she actually got it right. Yeah, I know it's shocking that anything coming out of AOC's mouth could ever have any value, but it's actually true. You see, the issue she brought up was the practice of civil forfeiture. Now, what is civil forfeiture? This is a practice that allows law enforcement to seize real property, such as houses, bank accounts, cash, cars, etc., on the suspicion that they are associated with a crime. Yet, it requires no due process, such as warrants, convictions, or even actual charges to be filed. Meaning, all they have to do is say they suspect the property to be associated with a crime, and the property doesn't even have to be, and furthermore, the property doesn't even have to be owned by the person they suspect of committing the crime. In other words, a person could be renting a house, and law enforcement can claim, whether true or not, that they suspect that the tenant is dealing drugs or paying rent with money made from dealing drugs, and they can seize the property. And because there is no due process, there's really no recourse to, for the actual owner to get their property back. This practice of civil forfeiture has been used widely by law enforcement over the years to fund their departments. And as they don't need due process, there is nothing to discourage them from taking people's property with or without just cause. And frankly, this practice, in my opinion, is a violation of constitutional rights to be secure in our persons against the unreasonable uh, against unreasonable search and seizure. Well, seizing a person's property without due process strikes me as being an unreasonable search and seizure. Well, the mere thought that AOC being right about anything makes literally makes me sick. I have to give credit where credit is due. And the truth is, she finally hit on something that could appeal to both Democrats and Republicans, a common ground, so to speak. And with the great divide in this nation, politically, we need at least some symbol of unity among our elected representatives. Let's face it, the American people are losing faith in their representatives because of this divide. So I'm sincerely hoping that Republicans will work with AOC on this issue and come up with reasonable legislation to put a stop to this unconstitutional practice. And finally, let's look at Mr. Jesse Smollett, uh, who is currently facing trial, I think, on six felony charges for his mega white supremacy hoax, or MAGA white supremacy hoax, excuse me. Now, you might remember he claimed white people wearing MAGA hats assaulted him, poured an unknown chemical on him, and allegedly tied a noose around his neck, all the while yelling, this is MAGA country. Well, it was found out to be a hoax and that Smollett had staged this by hiring a couple of his fellow actors from the show that, that he met while he was on the show Empire. 
Well, apparently during the trial, the prosecution entered some of those text messages sent from Smollett's phone, where Smollett repeatedly used the N-word. This required the prosecution to actually read the text to the court word for word. Well, Smollett apparently uh, got offended, yelled at the prosecution for reading his own use of the N-word, claiming it to be disrespectful for the prosecutors to say that word, even though it was being used in the context of what Smollett himself had written. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I have to question this, how, how serious this can be. I mean, I personally don't like the N-word being used. But if you're going to use it in a text that can be used against you in court, then you have no grounds to complain when that text is read back word for word, regardless of the skin color of the person reading it. If you find that word so offensive and derogatory, then maybe you should consider not using it in text or even when you speak. Now, I realize Smollett, like every other American citizen, has the right to free speech. But honestly, the double standard applied to the, applied to the N-word is ridiculous. My suggestion, if you find it offensive for somebody of another race to use, then don't use it yourself. And by the way, that word actually means ignorance. So a, a word to the, to, to, to the black communities, and this is not meant as in disrespect, but when you call each other the N-word, you're calling each other ignorant. You're, it's, it's really not helping the, the, uh, to progress the needs of the black community. Well, unfortunately, that's all I have for today. I would love to hear from my listeners, uh, their thoughts on my broadcast, their thoughts on things they'd like to hear us cover, maybe uh, questions. Uh, if you have anything like that, please feel free to email us at the rant, at contact at the rant .com. Again, that's contact at the rant .com. And we'll be happy to put your questions or your comments on the air. Uh, as always, I want to thank you for listening. And this is the Rant Reloaded saying, if today's political climate isn't pissing you off, then you're not going to